Hello and welcome to What's On at Sydney World Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I was about to make a joke that would have made, it would have popped the room big time, but none of the listeners would have got it. I was just going to repeat Tempest's phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do bring up Tempest in this episode. Yeah. We were literally, ju we just started recording it and then all of a sudden yeah. Tempest was like, oh, hey there. Time to <laughs> oh, oh, hey, would you like some poutine? <laughs> Spot on. Impression. Yeah, thank you so much. I've actually been working on it all week. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us went for the obvious Terence and Philip thing. We just went like, straight, straight Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he took a phone call uh, just, the, as we were, just we were starting to record. Literally the, within your first sentence. Yeah, a little tap, little tap on the shoulder there. <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind just getting out of the room for a second? Excuse me. How about? Me. I'm trying to work but here. You know what? That's all part of the production process. It's part of the fun and games. Exactly. It's all the fun of the fair when we're recording Indeed. things here. How's your week been? been good it's been good i've had a, i've had a, a very exciting uh, cinema filled week have you what have you seen well i now this isn't technically cinema but it's cinematic in quality i went to the premiere of house of the dragon <sighs> new game of thrones prequel uh, it was shown on the big lovely IMAX screen instead of World Leicester Square so it's linked to the podcast in that way um, yeah and i you know i had another look at nope Mm. Oh, you want to see it again? Yeah, yeah. my friends wanted to go and see it, and I was like, yes, I would like to be there for when you're talking about it afterwards, because one of my favourite things about going to the movies with a bunch of friends is when you leave, and you stand in the lobby, and you just natter on about it. Well, if you're good people, you don't stand in the lobby, you go to the pub, and then you find a quiet corner, yeah. and you use code words. Yes. But, you know, it was fun, and it was, it was really interesting, because... Having seen it like two, three weeks before it even came out, I couldn't Brag. really talk to it. I know, couldn't really talk to anyone about it. Couldn't really have part of the discourse or anything like that, or, or chat and see what other people's opinions were. So you know, it was fun to go and see it again, second time. Cool. Uh, I uh, went to go see it at the weekend. We'll yeah. talk about that actually when we get into the uh, the show. In fact, you know what? Let's just jump into the show. Oh, if you insist. Yeah, let's try. Let's dive straight in. Uh, here is the show. Let's kick off with uh, the week's news. Yes. And this is a, I mean, okay, putting it on Front Street. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to happen, folks. No. But The Rock is an eternal optimist. Those are literally his words. Yes. So credit to Games Radar for asking this question. Right. Games Radar posted was like, hey, could you ever see DC versus Marvel? It's happened in the comics. They've done like crossover comic yeah. events before. So it's been like, known. It is known. It is known. It's been in print, but it yeah. was never happened on the big screen because there's studio Fighting. politics and there's this and there's that and the other yeah however this is what the rock said i am optimistic it's just my nature to be optimistic and especially when it comes to creative especially when it comes to movies and especially when it comes to the pantheon of dc superheroes and supervillains across the streets we have the pantheon of superheroes and supervillains of marvel to me they cannot only exist but they should in my mind cross paths one day i love the rock more than i think members of my own family because He's just nice. Like, that question is an irritating question to get from any journalist, yeah. right? But he answers it in the most joyous way. What I, what I like about he, he, yeah. when he's not making himself wider and longer and he is bigger, a, He is as wide as he is tall. He, he's, not only does he work out his muscles, he works out his heart. <laughs> 
<laughs> like someone someone asked James Gunn this question yeah. a few years back, like for the release of the Suicide yeah. Squad, because obviously he'd done the Suicide Squad, yeah, Suicide Squad for DC and Guardians yeah. for uh, Disney. And um very much through the forbidden door. Exactly, yeah. And like someone said it's like, oh, could you imagine a world where these two and he was like, Look, would I like to see the Suicide Squad versus Guardians of the Galaxy? Of course it would. But yeah. the chances of that are slim. That is an honest answer. Yeah. The rock, on the other hand, is just like, why not? <laughs> like, why, why, shouldn't why, it? why can't it happen? And the thing is, if, if anyone's going to make it happen, it's The Rock. It's The Rock. Who would you like to see? If you could fantasy book, what's your headliners? What's your headline act? So, I mean, according to The Rock, yeah. he would like to do Black Adam versus Thor. Ooh! Arms on arms. <laughs> thunder arms, versus thunder. Arms on arms on arms. Arms on arms on arms. Who's got the, who's got the biggest pythons? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, okay, I'm into that. I'm into that. I would personally like... Um, well, it's like Batman versus Black Widow would have been quite fun because they're both very much grounded and based in, in punching and kicking and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But she's obviously, you know. <laughs> so. I, I would like to see... Spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> Four years ago now. Come on, guys. Uh, I would like to see... I'm always going to say Captain America, but, you know. Yeah. Now, now we've got uh, our new camp. So, yeah, we've got Sam, Sam, Sam in America. Yeah. Um, taking on... Captain Falcon, different person. I'm, I'm going to have Samton Falcon taking on... It's a hard question. Who would I just want to see him face? Because I like, and I want him to win, so I'm trying to find, you know, someone that he Oh, you can... want him to win? Well, that's because I'm, I'm more Marvel than I am DC. Oh, fair so enough, like, fair I kind of want enough. my... my... Yeah. But I don't want to put him up against a lousy fight. No, but... no, no. So, I mean, him versus Batman, I think, yeah. would be excellent. Yeah, you know, if we've still got Henry Cavill soups, like, mm. so, you know, him going up against... Because uh, it's... Oh, actually, do you know what? The morals. I was actually going to say, soups. Henry Cavill soups yeah. going up against Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Ooh! Big punchy, smashy stuff there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, you know, the Hulk is strong enough to go up against someone like a Superman. Yeah, because Superman, the thing, I mean, the thing with Superman in general, his his biggest flaw has always been that he's super, he's perfect. You can't nothing can go wrong for him. Except green things. Right. Oh <laughs> Kryptonite is green. No? I mean you're right. Well, there you go. So, so do you think it's the it's not a green lantern core where like your weaknesses are the colours? He doesn't like uh, kryptonite, which is green. He doesn't like broccoli, which is green, and he wouldn't like the Hulk, which is green. These well, are my, I believe. But I think we can say very unlikely that this will happen. No, but it's but it's fun. This is the part of the. I mean, as cinema goers, as people who like to go to the movies, as people who enjoy these things, we love to. I mean, the reality is never as good as a fantasy, so we might as well let our minds wander. Who do you want to see fight each other? Pop those in the comments. That's and what I want to know. I'm gonna to, to back up the point you made earlier. Please, The Rock is probably the only person in the world. Because like, I don't matter if you're The Rock, you know how the studio system works. But yeah. you're also the person to be like, well, why not though? Yeah. Like, why don't we just do this? Honestly. I, I, look at look at the money that being left on the table for us not doing this thing. I don't drink energy drinks. But when The Rock talks about his energy drink, I'm in. You know? That's the level of... of if, if The Rock walks into a studio in Hollywood, he sits Kevin Feige down and, and Mr. DC, who they still haven't decided who that is, but if he sits them both down and says... All right, this would be great. Uh, sort it out. Lads. They're walking out of that room with a deal. I believe it. Yeah, it's the rock, isn't he's it? So, so good. He's got so charming. Have you seen his smile? It's whiter than 
a white thing. This is how powerful The Rock is. He talked about this in an interview recently. So Black Adam as a character was supposed to be in Shazam. Yeah. So yes. the original plan for Shazam, the 2019 movie, was supposed to be uh, two origin movies. Supposed yeah. to be Black Adam and Shazam's origin story. The script was written mm. and Warner Brothers were happy with it and yeah. were ready to go to the shooting. And The Rock looked at it and was like, this is a great script. But I think it should just be a Shazam movie and I get my own movie where I'm the star and I'm the only origin story. And one of the brothers was like, actually, do you know what, Dwayne, when you put it that way, you're maybe right. you're right. We should spend more millions of dollars rewriting <laughs> this script just to appease you. This is why we want The Rock to be president. World peace happens because of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm just saying it. Marvel vs. DC, world peace. What else? We'd all be happy. He can do it all. This week's big release is Fisherman's Friend 1 and All and Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which is also available in 4DX. That sounds like quite the rollercoaster ride <laughs> of a 4DX experience. If you're going to go into a 4DX movie, you want that kind of rollercoaster ride. That's it, ride. right? There are two supers in that title, so... It sounds like a super way a to... super time. A super way to spend a couple of hours. Yeah. Like the, the first 4DX thing I did was The Matrix. Okay. And that was a lot of, like, you know, feeling yourself being in the fights. When the person, when he does that thing... You also, oh. you feel the punches and everything. So, like, That's I, what I think to. you know, if you're gonna, the best way to probably experience Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball is to go and see it in 4DX, where you're also being punched. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. I feel, and also, Fisherman's Friends is a proper sort of eccentric British, you know, lovely story thing. We we at this time of year. That kind of movie always comes out. I call them a nice little Sunday comedy. Mm. That's we, we like to go and see them on a Sunday. Go and see the movie. Have a nice time. Have a little snack. And then go about our day. So uh, we've got a, a Canadian ex uh, import oh, uh, yes. into our country now. Like he's working with us. Hello, he's over there. Uh, the other day, he had fish and chips. Oh, and come on. And he tweeted out a picture of him having fish and chips. Yes. And then afterwards was like, it actually wasn't that great. And the reason for that is because he had it in a pub. And, oh, and that's not your. And where you have was the pub? Well, that, that's not how in you the have... middle of London. Yes, I have found one good fish, two, one and a half good chip shops in London. Yeah, and it's not the way you do fish and chips. It's not. You do it in some paper while it's raining on you. That's exactly it. And you're, you're in a car. Yeah. While you just sort of listen, <laughs> listen to the rain pour down. And what I'm tempted to do, I want to go and take Tempest to go and watch this because, like, this is Britain. This and then, is but what like, to and then go and get fish and chips after and yeah. just look out at the beach. Also out this week, Nope, which is available in 4DX and IMAX. I went to go see it Did weekend you? in IMAX. And? Loved it. Isn't and it I, beautiful? And I got my free IC as well. Oh, hello. And it was excellent. The film is, we won't go into that. Yes. Super. Yeah. So, yeah. so good. And it looked amazing. It's gorgeous. It's so built for IMAX. Did you know oh. that it was specifically, it's the first horror movie to be filmed for IMAX. <gasps> I did not know that. That is a very good bit of trivia. Also out is Bullet Train, which is also available in Screen X and DC League of Super Pets. Not only that, Lao Sing Shudder, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and of course, because it wouldn't be what's on without this at this stage, Top Gun Maverick, still going strong. Are you trying to say that Top Gun Maverick is the new Cliff Richard, The Great 80 Tour? Nothing can be Cliff Richard, The Great 80 Tour, but Top Gun Maverick is trying. They both look great in... You know, little aviators. Little aviators. I, I, I'm just chuffed. I'm just chuffed that a movie 
has sort of come out and done this well. And it's just, it's not leaving. It's just not going anywhere. Uh, do you have a pick of the week? Um, I, do you know what? I'm picking Bullet Train this week. Hmm. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for a Bullet Train. I, I, saw, the, I saw the trailer for it again recently. It was, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but it right. was like, a, oh, actually, I really do want to check that out. My pick of the week is Nope, now that yeah. I've seen it. It is a, it's, it's a superb movie. And go and check it out on IMAX, because uh, you do get yourself a free ice. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, just, if it's built for IMAX, it's shot on IMAX. Go exactly. and see it. <laughs>
We actually have a comment here left oh. on last week's video. Can't believe um, Yes, uh, and I actually... I had comment to, on a video? I had to decipher it ever so slightly. Okay. And it was only really I, I got what uh, Al was saying here by the time I got to the end. Because right. he just writes here, TMP is one of those movies that's made for the big screen. Uh, I'm going to be one of those weirdos that thinks it is the best of the Star Trek movies. And I'm like, oh, the motion picture. I, I was running through uh, every... I couldn't get any of them. It's odd because when he wrote down TMP, my first thought was that it was TPM, The Phantom Menace. And it was like, Ooh. that's one of those movies made for the big screen. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not made, made for, for any screen. Made for no screens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, no, the motion picture is, I mean, is it the best of the Star Trek? It isn't. Like, that's, it's categorically not. Mm. There are, I, I would say. You, Wrath of Khan was one you Wrath of Khan. quite commonly considered. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say that, would I even say that Genesis... How do you think about? Well, how do you feel about Star Trek: The Lens Flare Edition? <laughs> oh, the uh, the, the JJ. Stuff. JJ. Well, J here's the, here's my problem with JJ. Right. JJ broke the formula. Okay. Which is that all of the evens, the evens are, are good, good and the odds, and the odds, are, odds bad. are bad. Yeah. And then he did it wrong. He did it the wrong way around. Because he made the eleventh Star Trek movie and it was great. Oof. And then he made the twelfth Star Trek movie, which was really bad. With Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. And then he made the thirteenth one that was also really good again. Ah. So it's like why. Why, wasn't why must you ruin every franchise you touch, JJ? <laughs> By making good things in the wrong place. And yet he just keeps getting handed more and more franchises. You know, you know I'm well, because you know why Lens Lair is pretty? I'm just going to say it. I mean, it is very nice. I like it. When I was interviewing people for a book I wrote many, many years you back. shined a torch in their eyes. Uh, no, no. It was just, uh, his name came up all the time. Yeah. This I, is for the, um, the video game. Mm, video book. game movies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, throughout like the 1990s, his name just co keeps cropping up yeah. in different conversations. It'd be like, oh yeah, like, you know, it was given to JJ to do a, a rewrite on it. So it was, it was uncredited mm. rewrites what he did a lot. Simon West told me that he did an uncredited rewrite on Con Air. Yeah. And only wow. only one of his lines in the rewrite that he did made it into the final shooting script in the final movie but he was paid more for that rewrite than Simon West was to direct the film oh my in goodness. his words that's incredible I yeah. mean if you're that good like he was given Mission Impossible uh, for MI3 and took the first one have you, have you seen all the Mission Impossible yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one's quite fun they're on the channel tunnel second one's mad Starts with a very peculiar opening where he's just hanging off the side of a tower. It's a great soundtrack, the second oh, it's, one. Well, it's Limp Bizkit. And Metallica, yeah. There it is. But, you know, not not widely regarded as a, an incredible movie. No, it's a better soundtrack than it is a movie. And we're now getting... A, a, it's going to be another cinematic event with Mission Impossible, Five Rogue Nation 2, Fallout 2, mm. Dead Reckoning Part 1. It's going to be quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, that he's responsible for sort of pushing it off into... Now, he didn't do the director's cut of the original motion picture of Star Trek. The oh, you're talking about JJ, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm now back. <laughs> okay, we'll go I'm back trying to, to link myself back. Because if you'd yeah. like, I could go on a Mission Impossible rant, but I won't. No, well, we'll save that for maybe another, another When Mission Impossible's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the way. Exactly, it's, yeah. it's going to be here soon enough. Yeah. Uh, but fortunately, that is all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you in seven days' time. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. I've been Nico. Bye. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>